0: It is Wednesday already, first day of December. We have a few things to talk about, and maybe a little apology to make to our most loyal subscribers. I go, the
1: people really want to know who I is and who I be. They stop and stay when they see me. Want, no need to repeat. I'm I mean, I had, to ter- I had to turn it up in my headphones because Wednesday just needed an extra bounce for me.
0: Oh, I know, I know. Sometimes it's like that. Hey, if you are one of those people that we love and hold very dear that we see listen to the podcast every single day, you might have wondered yesterday what the heck was going on. You might have felt a little dragging in the afternoon because you didn't get your dose yet. Sorry for the late upload. We recorded it in the morning and just forgot to upload it. Like this is, you know, it's it's the it's the entrepreneurial grind, right? Because we don't have a big staff doing this. Kyle and I produce this sucker every day. We upload it. We type in the description. We do all that stuff. So maybe you get to listen to two in a row, that one and this one. So we're just going to put that out there. We're trying our best for you. We really, really, really are. Speaking of yesterday, I'm not going to do the segue yet. But uh, Kyle, you you released a little (laughs) poll on LinkedIn.
1: Yeah. So yesterday, if you did get the chance to listen to the podcast, I talked about how many Cyber Monday emails were coming through the inbox and also Black friday emails and i was kind of interested to see actually what the kind of how how many how many people actually get and so i did a little linkedin poll um which if if you know linkedin polls everybody makes fun of them but i thought this one was kind of appropriate i've never made fun of them yeah it's actually a research so interestingly enough 29 percent of people said they got less than 25 cyber monday emails 27 percent 25 to 50 and another 27% over a hundred. So there was 16 on the 50 to hundred, but 27% of 314 voters got over a 100 I'm cyber one Monday. I got over a hundred
0: easy. I That's mean, I can't tell you how many companies I got like four emails from in one day. Right? Like it's like, here's one, here's one, here's one. I think that the people that got less than 25, I would bet that there are probably also 25 important emails that they didn't get because their spam settings are too high. Ah, that, that could be true. You could be right. Yeah, or, no doubt. Or they just don't participate in retail world, which means they probably don't listen to this podcast or follow you on LinkedIn. So. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I it, it was, someone said, uh, someone, one of the comments, because I started with, let's do an experiment. Someone said, when's the experiment? And and, and I just said, I just want to know which one of my friends has over a hundred emails popping in there.
0: Yeah, right, right. Oh, here comes, here comes the shaming. Here comes the shaming. All right, we have a lot to talk about today. So, um, you know, earlier in the week, we've been talking about kind of retail experience and things like that. Today, we're going to get a little bit more heady. Um, we're going to talk about Steve Greenfield's auto Intel report, which has a nice little index that we're going to follow. And, but Kyle, big moment. You texted me and you were like, I just bought my first crypto.
1: <laughs> I finally did it. I, I bit the bullet. It was a whole $10 worth hey. for anyone. Wondering. Big time. Yay, hey, Ben. Yeah, did you money, buy? Money, what did you buy? Uh, so I bought. Bitcoin, uh, on an app called Coinbase, uh, which, uh, was recommended by you and a couple other people to me, just kind of like an entry level, get your, get your toes wet, see how it feels. Um, it, it really felt like going on Amazon and, and, you know, buying a trinket at this point. Um, but it was really interesting to just kind of see like, okay, there's the fee. This is how the app feels. Here's the validation stuff that you have to go through, which is a lot different than downloading another app. Um, you know, and, and on really, this is what I wish, I wish there was like a way to take screenshots without displaying all my information. But I realized like on the second screen, that wasn't going to be possible. Um, uh, but it was really cool that that really the app experience was most of what was really intriguing to me because it was so seamless, so easy to get there. Yeah. And I didn't feel at all inconvenienced, you know, like, in a juxtaposition a massive company uh outback steakhouse right that i ordered two weeks ago for the family and i couldn't apple pay
0: right <laughs> so frustrating and was, now when i like, can't i'm apple sitting pay. at
1: the dining room table trying to order this food for my family because we're all hungry mm-hmm. and it gets to the point of checkout i can't apple pay and i literally turned to my wife and i was like
0: oh we're having cereal Right, <laughs> so annoying. Yeah, I was like,
1: "Fine, forget it." Right, so I had to stand Breakfast up. Breakfast for dinner, my it wallet, is. You yeah. know, and 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 it didn't even scan. That so then to go to to juxtapose that to this app experience, to where I could buy crypto and see it like real time data on the price influx it, 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 in influx yeah. was really really intriguing. So
0: I'm I'm excited to see kind of like how, how I feel
1: as I as I learn. That even
0: more. It's going to be a pretty awesome journey. You know, we're we're talking. We're probably going to produce a a white paper or a, a little tutorial for for automotive, saying like it. We think it's kind of our obligation to get more people in auto aware of what's going on with cryptocurrency, and uh, there's no better way to learn than uh, opening an account and buying ten bucks. And starting to move move some things around a little bit. And so, you know, we have people like Kyle who are just getting into it, who t- Kyle is far more tech savvy than I am. Um, but I can just have Gary Vaynerchuk to thank for helping me get set <laughs> up. And uh so Kyle's just getting in. I've been in for a little while, and then there are people like Ben Hadley and other people in the auto industry that are like master class level. So uh maybe we'll come at it from a few different angles to try to to try to bring you along because regardless of Regardless of you know whether or not you're going to trade crypto or buy, it's good to be aware because this is what the modern mentality is. I read an article in the Wall Street Journal. Did you know, Kyle? Hey. That, did you know that I- Are subscri- you a subscriber? I'm that kind of business. I'm a savvy businessman. <laughs> you're a savvy business guy. And so so <laughs> I subscribed on Cyber Monday to the Wall Street Journal for four bucks a month. But I was reading um, uh, in the property report section of the Wall Street Journal about metaverse real estate piling up record sales in two realms like Sandbox and another one's called Decentraland. And get this. So this is about people, firms, development companies that are using cryptocurrency to buy virtual land, virtual real estate. Let me read a little excerpt right here. The interest reached a new peak on Tuesday when Republic Realm, a firm that develops real estate in the metaverse, said it paid $4.3 million dollars For land in the world sandbox, the biggest virtual real estate sale publicized to date, according to the company, and the data from the website nonfungible.com, which tracks digital land sales. So they're buying digital land assets so that they can develop on them, think retail shops, residences, and it's just the same real world real estate location matters, right? Because if you have a big concert venue where there are virtual concerts, then it makes sense to have the land right next to it. So you can develop retail showrooms, fashion. And, you know, some people are saying like, this is like buying real estate land in Manhattan, like 250 years ago.
1: It's exactly the same concept. And I think that's what a lot of people kind of, they think that they have to learn a whole new concept level. Yeah. Right. And if you know the core concepts of real estate and development, you can actually, you can quickly translate transfer that into this whole kind of you know this this uh world outside of the physical space. Yep. And uh and and I it is wild. We were talking earlier of like if you were to go back, yeah, bring could, us
0: back to 2019, Kyle. Give me a this time machine?
1: To October 2018 prior to anyone knowing that uh, that covid exists or anything like that. And if you could time machine that and go back and sit down with someone that's even someone that's got their eyes up. And you could say, hey, just so you know, in the next few months, there's going to be a global pandemic. And then I want to read you an article from November, <laughs> December, December 2021. <laughs> and it had to do with a metaverse purchase for millions of dollars in cryptocurrency. You would literally Here's destroy the response. their brain.
0: People would probably call the police, put you in a straight jacket and be like, who do you think you are?
1: Well, and here's what's interesting is like even to a lot of people hearing or reading that article today, there's still a level of record scratch for like, sure. But really there's like
0: this. Means. There's also a shoulder shrug. Yeah, like, well, like, par uh, uh, for the course. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's a record scratch, but really a shoulder shrug. Be like, well, I don't know what the kids are into these days, right? And so, I I, I mean, gosh. and that's coming from a 27 year old, right? Right, right, right. If you thought you were behind, right? Kyle's starting to realize this pretty soon. You're going to be getting the tip from your kids. Uh, you know, I was reading the Wall Street Journal, Kyle, because I read that now, and there was an article Every in day. there. <laughs> Every day since I've been subscribed, I've read the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> oh, man. But but they're talking about, you know, things that my teenager told me like three weeks ago. It's just catching up to the Wall Street Journal mm. in a matter of a week. I'm like, oh, I kind of knew about that already. So, yeah, we're all getting a little older. We're all getting a little more behind, which is why we need to fight to stay ahead and paying attention. It'll be interesting to see how this metaverse develops with, um, you know, auto, right? There's definitely people are going to want cars in the metaverse. Right, So there's opportunities for real car makers and virtual car makers that it'll be – maybe one will go from being very popular in the virtual metaverse to actually making a physical vehicle. Like can you imagine that? They build a brand on a type of vehicle, and then that brand, because it has a brand and it has a following and has a demand, then you might find someone who knows how to make one, make a car, actually acquire the virtual brand to make a real-world version. And you heard it here first, people – We just said that. It is literally,
1: it's literally, oh my goodness. So if Ben Hadley's listening, he's going to lose his mind right now because it's literally the essence of market product fit because you create the The market market. in a non-product market or a non-physical product market, enhance that market, build the brand, and then produce
0: the actual the physical thing, product there's already a demand and a market there's already for. De- there's literally you it's a turnkey demand Ooh. in the physical space i told you we were getting heady yesterday we were talking about art handing me the keys or two days ago and saying i'll take good care of this for you today we're floating somewhere over the horizon in the metaverse on kyle Mountsier's blockchain so <laughs> That's the, that's what we're doing today. We're floating away on Kyle Mountain's blockchain. And if See, you know, this is what happens when we
1: record we, when we drop a podcast late the day before. We're all we come ready at to you go. strong the next day.
0: All right, let's move on to something a little more tangible, kind of. Yeah. It's uh, Steve Greenfield has released his auto intel report. If you don't get it, you should. Automotiveventures.com. Sign up for it. It comes once a month. And he released a new Mobility index. So basically, this is a group of publicly traded mobility stocks that track the health of the mobility market. It's on fire, it's growing. And um, so here's the methodology from page 12. It says, comprised of a global publicly traded mobility companies weighted by market cap of each company and indexed back to $100 as of January 1st, 2015. So when you you see Tesla and Toyota and Lucid, Solantis, Ferrari, right? The public, the publics, you have Lithia and Penske. So you have this whole index. And uh, if you look at the graph, you see how it just basically recently has completely outpaced the S&P by a substantial margin. A substantial margin. And, um, so check this out. But when you look at it, if you you imagine this index, right? You have these, these companies and you have their market cap and you're looking at them. Imagine, um, as like a block, a block representation. And each block is the size of that company perspective to the entire graph, right? So if you have a hundred valuation, then a company that's 50 from a market value size is going to be half of what you're looking at. So when you look at this block. All you see staring at you is a big Tesla logo, which represents half of the entire index. And I was like, dang. dang. Yeah, you, you know what I find really interesting
1: about this is historically automotive has been well outpaced by specifically tech companies, yes. right? And if you look at the SMP, it is largely comprised of tech companies because they are the high growth companies, right? Yep. And so now, for uh, this is this is what's so interesting is, and it, and uh, it's largely in part due to like Lucid and Tesla, the growth trajectory, right? But there's other there's other manufacturers are are leaning into this as well. But we talked about this with uh, companies like GM saying they really want to move to being a tech company and not so not so much seen as an automotive manufacturer. That that what's happening is automotive mobility is actually seeing tech returns, yeah, and not just seeing Ooh, point. product re- retail product returns. And and that's that's evidenced in its outpacing of the S and P five hundred, which is largely comprised of tech companies. Right, it, it, so it's a really interesting switch, and and uh, again, like I said, it is largely due in part to you know EV, uh, EV, and, and that type of technology yep. and, and the investment autonomous in EV autonomous driving autonomous. Yep.
0: Right, uh, Steve points out that um, in the first three quarters of 2021, venture investors poured 74.5 billion into global mobility tech startups. So wherever that money, investor money is going, there's a vested interest in it working and it growing and it becoming the new norm. So uh, maybe we'll try to get Steve on the show to kind of like uh, break this down a little bit more, but a uh, special shout out to Steve uh, for putting this together every month and giving us something to watch. Um, we're, I told you it was going to be a lot of topics. We're just about out of time. I do want to put a bow on this in saying uh, yesterday we sent out a lot of invites for our year end extravaganza live stream. It's really happening. Circle it on your calendar December 20th from noon to three Eastern. So here's the list of the confirms so far the people you're going to hear from live and be able to ask questions to and interact with. We got Brian Benstock, Brian Kramer, Jim Fitzpatrick, Brian Pash, Erica Tiffany Wells, uh, Damon Lester, Kerry Wise, Glenn Lundy, Peter Cooper, James Orsini the president of the Sasha Group, Gary Vaynerchuk's company, uh, David Long, Andy Gwelcher, Bob Lanham. Um, Lanham? Lanham. Lanham? Nate Greklik's going to be there. <laughs> tomato, tomato, data, data, whatever. And so we have a really great show shaping up. So circle your counters. We are going to release some uh, signups very, very soon. But we just wanted to make sure that you were the first to know. You're actually the first to know that guest list. Wow. You're the first to know.
1: I barely even knew the guest list. Well, I sent
0: some some texts this morning (laughs) that got answered. So with all that being said, um, heck of a Wednesday. We hope you're fired up. We hope you remember that it's not just about what's over the horizon. It's also about what you do today. So show some kindness. Be good to one another. And let's go, car business. Let's go.
1: Let's go. People really want to know who I is and who I be. They stop and stare when they see me. If it's at once, no need to repeat. Run up on me, watch you fall to your knees. Tip my hat when it's.